Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties. Four decades in the business, so we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. It may be the most tired edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I believe we've done... uh... To check with Brett, our producer. I think this is number 80, maybe, episode. Anyway, uh, the Florida Panthers, just when you think you couldn't see anything more out of this team, um, they do it again. And just incredible. Game one of the Eastern Conference Final, uh, the sixth longest game in NHL history, their fifth overtime win of these playoffs, and they've come in the last eight games because they've won eight of nine. They have won seven in a row on the road. Sergei Bobrovsky with back-to-back overtime wins with at least 50 saves. The third goalie to do that since 1956. Um, The hits just keep on coming for a team that through the regular season, at least 73, 74 games of it, looked like they weren't going to make the playoffs. Looked like they were going to take a huge step back from 122 points. Looked like maybe they would give the Montreal Canadiens a high draft pick if they got lucky in the lottery from the Ben Sherratt trade. All of it wiped out thanks to a late season run led by Alex Lyon in goal. And then all of it taken to another level that not only is this franchise never seen, but I'm not sure we've seen anything like this in South Florida ever. I mean, the runs the teams have made, for the most part, the championships, really good teams with superstars, and you kind of knew all the way through that they had a shot. This team, you didn't know had a shot until, well, obviously, once you make it, which they did after their 81st game. Remember when Pittsburgh lost to Chicago? Now, that doesn't mean the Panthers couldn't have taken care of business in one game 82 and gotten in anyway, but it took it right down to the wire. Um, you know, go back in championships in, in South Florida of all teams, college and pro. Talk about UM also. Um, you kind of knew, hey, this team's got a chance. Nobody knew they had a chance until I think Matthew Kachuk scored overtime against Boston. And then they won the game six, coming back twice in the third period. But what they've done since winning game seven against the Bruins is epic. And it's led by Sergei Bobrovsky. I'm not sure I've ever seen a turnaround like this from a guy that had been criticized by a lot of people. Um, Some of it just, you know, didn't play great hockey for stretches. Um, Remember, very good in the playoffs last year, but the two years around it, the year before and this year, um, you know, didn't start every game. Was not the starting goaltender this year and was pulled after one game, you know, two years ago in that series against Tampa when Spencer Knight came in and Chris Drieger actually came in as well. Um, 
the run that Bobrovsky on is epic. I mean, six consecutive games, only two goals allowed in each game. I think most of them, or basically all of them, he's had no chance on. I don't think any actual shots except the Nylander one, late in game five, actually beaten him. I think they've all been, you know, either power play goals when, you know, they're snapping it around and he's at, you know, and he can't get to it, um, or deflections. It's just incredible the way Bobrovsky has played and 63 saves uh, in game one. That is a Panther record. I believe it's in the top 10 in playoffs for saves in a game over the last nearly 30 years in the league. And there's just so many numbers you can look at with this team. And how about Matthew Kachuk with the game winner? But I'll tell you what, what Alexander Barkov is doing right now, and I know people look at it last night, okay, it paid off on the score sheet. Huge goal to get the game tied. His line then gets another one to make it uh, two to one in the second period. Uh, all three of those guys I thought were outstanding. Anthony Duclair is playing his best. But what Barkov is doing again, shutting down opponents, whoever he's on the ice against, whether it's Bergeron and Krejci and Coyle and Matthews and Tavares and O'Reilly and Al Ajo, what he is doing is just epic. This guy right now is the most complete player in the NHL. Of course, that's still playing. And maybe guys that aren't playing. Every board battle, every defensive zone stick paddle, uh, every pass that gets blocked. This guy is number one in the NHL, and all he cares about is winning. And the points are coming now. They're always going to come because he's that good. But the turnaround that Sergei Bobrovsky has had is just unbelievable. And the way he played last night at 34 years old in a four-overtime game, basically it's two games plus part of a period. Hey, you know what? The goal by Nick Cousins... If the Panthers pull through this, and it's early in this series, it's early, but if the Panthers pull through this, we may look back at the fact that the Panthers got the Toronto series wrapped up in five games as a key. Because without it, and without that rest, who knows how Bobrovsky would have held up. It'll be curious. I'm assuming he's going to play game two. They will just be working on him for 48 hours, fluids, the hydration, whatever they need to do to have him ready to play the game. I'm guessing Frederick Anderson will do the same thing. But, hey, both teams, the Panthers have Alex Lyon and the Hurricanes have Antti Ranta. Those are the two goalies that start this playoff run, that started the playoffs for both teams. I just wonder if the recovery isn't there for one of these guys and it's only game two, especially for the Panthers because they won game one, do you do it? I don't think they do. I don't think either team goes – Toronto or Lyon, but depending on how these goalies react physically over the next couple of days, uh, perhaps, perhaps, I don't think so, but perhaps it's an option. But Bobrovsky has been unbelievable. Again, last night, no five on five, no even strength goals allowed. 55 for 55 on shots at even strength. You got to be kidding me. And uh, just a couple of great saves. Had that one breakaway, then he got the follow shot. Hey, and Anderson had some great saves as well. And both guys, you know, had some goalposts hit. Um, thought Jarvis probably should have put the game away when he hit the crossbar. The Londell tip had Anderson beat. That hit the crossbar. We'll see if it would have been a high stick. But every time this Panther team plays a game and you think, okay, you've seen it all. Oh, I can't. It, it, nothing is going to top it. They top it. 
Like game six against Boston, I didn't think anything could beat that. And then you had game seven. And then you had the game three overtime win, the first playoff overtime win in, you know, in the building. Um, you know, and then Cousins wins it in overtime, and then last night just takes it to a new level. Who the heck knows what we're going to see moving forward out of this team. And the amazing thing in this stretch where they've won eight out of nine, and remember, Boston, number one in the league, number one all time. Toronto, number four in the league. Carolina, number two in the league. And all these teams are perennial playoff teams knocking on the door every year and thinking they can win a cup. The Panthers have not gotten lucky with seeding and playing some lower-seeded teams. They are the lower-seeded team. Um, you know, they didn't get to, you know, an upset where a four a four seed is still alive or a 15. None of that. They're playing top competition. They've won eight of nine. And the amazing thing is, during that entire stretch, they've only played three home games. They played the game six against Boston, and they played the two games against Toronto, and they won two of the three. It really is remarkable uh, what they've done. And here's another number to leave you with. There are so many. The Panthers have now won seven consecutive games in the playoffs on the road. Their only loss was game one against Boston. The Florida Panthers have become the eighth team in NHL history with a winning streak in the playoffs on the road of at least seven games. The record is L.A. They won 10 in a row back in 2012. Of the previous seven teams that have done it, okay, seven teams have won seven in a row on the road in the playoffs before. Six of them have won the Stanley Cup. Only, including Colorado last year, only the 99 Avalanche, which lost to that great Detroit team, did not win the Stanley Cup. Uh, incredible to think. It's nine down. It's seven to go for the Florida Panthers. They will rest up Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Uh, game two, then they come home Monday and, and Wednesday. The place is going to be wild and sunrise. And uh, just a reminder, we'll have post-game shows every game, even when it's 3 o'clock in the morning live on Bally Sports, Bally, Bally Sports app, and Bally Sports Plus. Please take a moment, listen to a word from our sponsor, enjoy the off day, and what a great ride, Panther fans. Enjoy it because runs like this do not come along often, and what the Panthers in particular are doing the way they're doing it, uh, this is historic, what they are doing. Time to take a moment now to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer, and we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So, I encourage you to help out. Check out Sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. -E uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is with number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, 
you're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that you possibly have, I can tell you this, Ken Morris is the guy. And he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning. So He's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris.